not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. With my guest co-host, Lee Hanke, CEO of Nebraska Health Network. I am your friend, Sean McGuire. Thanks for taking time to join us here on the program. If you'd like to uh, ask us a question or comment at any time, 402-342-1290, or hashtag AHC on Twitter. And we're talking about um, all sorts of things, healthcare here locally, from a, a delivery standpoint. But we've also spent some time talking about physicians. And so let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about the role of physicians uh, here moving forward, Lee. Um, got a lot of difficult things that they're going through, um, many difficult economic decisions, and then, of course, the sustainable growth rate, or SGR. Um, well, let's talk about uh, your thoughts on what happened there and how that's going to affect them. Yeah, and, and maybe just a quick overview for the audience on the sustainable growth rate. Um, that was passed, uh, I believe, in 1997, mm-hmm. and the intent of that was to moderate uh, physician fee schedules as the growth of overall spending went up. And so each year that started to call for a cut in what the fee schedule would be. And each year, uh, Congress would kind of blink, and I think they did that. Yeah, kick kick it down the road a little bit, and so I think they did that 19 times. And this year, they decided to deal with it. Actually, this year, it would have uh, had they applied the formula, it would have resulted in a 21 percent decrease in physician fees. When I worked out there, um, I remember getting all kinds of phone calls from physicians because they would end up punting it down the road, like we said, for like six months or 18 months. But the reason it had such a discrepancy is again because healthcare costs are so much more than inflation and then that you know created a, a discrepancy but they essentially repealed that formula didn't they they did they did that this april they they dealt with it and really what that signaled when they did that there's a lot in that it, it changed how medicare benefits worked and there were other things there too but the most transformational thing that we saw was a a change in a movement from volume to value so in the future what medicare wants to do and payers and others Rather than paying physicians for everything they do, let's pay them for for quality and positive outcomes and so forth. And the analogy I always use is is like a change from if if we applied how we pay for health care to professional basketball players, we're changing from paying them from every shot they take to baskets that they make. And so it's not just uh, the uh, quantity, but it's also quality. So what happened in that SGR formula repeal, it did avoid the 21% cut and it replaced uh, the fee schedule increase is going forward with a, f- a 0.5% increase this year and additional 0.5% increases in 2016, 17, 18, and 19, and then flat uh, through 2025. And the way that physicians will either earn more or less um, after 2019 was they've announced something called the Merit-Based Incentive Payment System, or MIPS. And they haven't given a lot of detail about that yet. They've said there's going to be four domains. One will be based on quality measures one on efficiency measures, which they're going to measure by the total cost of care, one by meaningful use of electronic health records, so that's back to kind of the data interchange piece, 
and the final one by clinical practice improvement activities. So I assume that'll speak to a lot of things that we talked about with patient-centered medical home. So you're already ahead of that piece, it looks like. We are. But the interesting thing is they they said in that program, all physicians will be scored uh, between 1 and 100. So every physician will get a, a number ranking. Uh, the government will set a benchmark, and based on where you're at, uh, your score versus a ranking, you will either receive a cut in payment or a bonus in payment. And so it's going to be a zero-sum game. So the physicians that lose in that, their money will actually go to the physicians that are above the benchmark. And in the first year, in 2020, uh, the decrease could be up to 4%, and the bonus could be up to 12%, and that will, that gap will widen over time. So. They really have, with that, uh, driven forward uh, the agenda, which I think is a good thing to start to measure quality and outcomes and, and pay physicians based more on the quality of care they deliver versus the amount of care. And this is all on Medicare that we're talking about, right, for Medicare-paying physicians. Do you think private insurance companies will, will um, model that? Yeah, absolutely. And so a, a lot of where reimbursement has went in the past has been based on how the government pays, whether that's your basic fee schedules or uh, a lot of the early quality incentives and so forth. And, you know, that does make sense because uh, government business, whether it be Medicare or Medicaid, is such a large volume of patients that each physician sees that if payers were to depart from that um, in a major way, it'd become very confusing, I think, for physicians to understand, you know, what different metrics do we have to follow with each of these different contracts. So consistency is nice from that standpoint. Interesting. We're talking with Lee Hankey, CEO of the Nebraska Health Network here on America's Healthcare Challenge, spending some time this segment to talk about the role of physicians and the challenges that they're going through. And I thought when Sylvia Burwell, I guess two, three, four, five months ago, made that announcement in February, about 20 or was it 50% of payments being tied to value by 2018 uh, really kick-started everything and then now uh, with this you know new piece of legislation got to be some difficult decisions for um, uh, physicians to go through how are you helping them with that well I think you know the biggest thing about it Sean is it's just change and whether you know you're a physician or not anytime something is transformationally changing that's that's a scary thing for many and so what we're doing within the NHN is making sure that everything we're doing is linked to quality. So we talked about that. How do we get consistent evidence-based guidelines that physicians are following across our network? Um, how do we make sure that we're giving physicians the data they, c- they need to better manage their patient population? And so everything there really builds up to making them successful and ready to compete in this changing environment. Wow, interesting stuff. Do you think um, do you think many are going to stay independent, or do you think they'll try and join up to a you know a larger larger organization? We've seen a lot of that happening here locally and across the country. Uh, I think many of them are just trying to figure out what what to do when the desk settles. Yeah, it, you know it's really interesting because in this market, um, you, you know, and over the last several years, a lot of physicians have been become part of a system because I think it gives them a little more security, it gives them more regulated hours and so forth, and so you don't see as many physicians remaining independent. But in in this market, we've really seen the opposite. We have a very strong group of independent physicians, uh, both here in Omaha and in Lincoln. And I think uh, what they're looking at is what's the right model for me. And sometimes when you're you're tied to a particular system, uh, maybe you feel like your choice and your ability to be flexible is, is somewhat compromised. So the nice thing uh, here within the Nebraska Health Network is we welcome independent physicians, and, and we want them, each physician, uh, to work in whatever model works best for them. So we have independent physicians within the NHN, and we also have those that are linked uh, directly to either Methodist or Nebraska Medicine. Interesting. Do you guys offer different types of um, like ways to affiliate or tiers, or, or how does that work? 
We do. So, you know, they, they can, there's something called a physician hospital organization, which is a, essentially a contracting entity, uh, and Methodist and, and Nebraska Medicine both have those. And then uh, through our contracts that we're doing with employers and uh, with payers, uh, the independent uh, physicians participate in the same level at those contracts as, as uh, physicians that are affiliated. You mentioned employers again. I just got to ask you, do you think there's going to be more employers uh, wanting to have maybe a physician on on staff or, or somebody like that to, to take care of their folks? Yeah, you know, you're seeing a lot of that. And what works against some is really just the economies of scale. You have to have a certain number of employees present there at the work site to, to make that work. And so what we're seeing more and more uh, commonly is employers coming to us and saying, how can we affiliate directly with some of your patient-centered medical homes that may be near um, our work site and, and have some understanding that we have a certain number of slots and so forth and that you can help us uh, manage the chronic diseases that exist within our employee population. I didn't know that. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it, it is. And, 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 you know, the other thing that we've seen a little bit in the data for clinics that are on site is sometimes uh, you actually get to a place where those may be overutilized. You know, they become uh, too convenient. And so, you know, people, people go and that may, and at the end of the day, actually uh, provide excess care and drive costs up. So the, the data on that is, is pretty interesting. Interesting, interesting. Let's take a time out and uh, we'll talk a little bit about healthcare IT and uh, maybe get your predictions on the future of healthcare if you don't mind. Yeah. All right, more with Lee Hanke, CEO of Nebraska Health Network. Their website, we are on nebraskamed.com. They can read more about it. And um, when we come back, we're going to talk about healthcare IT a little bit. How are we going to use the IT to uh, capitalize on all of this data that is coming in from all of different places? How do we use that to lower costs? This is America's Healthcare Challenge. Again, check us out on Facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, and we'll be right back. 